Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 18, Miracles Performed in the Year After His Death and the Three Following. Chapter 207, He Dispels Diseases of Various Sorts. In the year of salvation, 1596, in January, Settima de Neri, aged 18, was sitting by the fire with her sisters Olympia and Faustina about three hours after nightfall. It chanced that as Olympia was picking up the bellows, the iron tube attached to them, which was glowing hot, hit Setima in the left eye, and not only damaged it severely, but even burnt it. And that was not all. Very soon a cyst appeared in the eye, giving clear indications that it had been burnt, and this caused intolerable pain, leading to spasms. The girl was unable to close the injured eye, and her sight was so damaged by the burning that she was unable to see those around her. Racked with pain, she trembled all over. Her mother, Clelia Bonardi, in an attempt to relieve her daughter's suffering, applied some rose water mixed with white of egg to the injury, but with no effect. In fact, that treatment might have caused the eye to burst. Having tried all remedies in vain, they turned to another source of healing. In tears, the mother knelt down and begged the aid of Blessed Philip for her daughter. To her prayer, she added a vow that if Setima recovered the sight of her lost eye, she would bring a votive image of silver to Philip's tomb in witness to the miracle. When her prayer was not granted, the daughter herself took refuge in the holy man. Though she was all but overcome by the pain, from her heart, in the midst of her suffering, she begged him, saying, Blessed Philip, if it is not your will to cure me of this injury, at least make the pain go away. She'd been suffering now for three hours. When she had finished her prayer, she touched her injured eye with the nightcap which Philip used to wear. The pain ceased at once. The cyst disappeared, and the eye was completely cured. The girl soon fell peacefully asleep and slept until dawn. And when she woke in the morning, she could see the sky, for her eyes were healed. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us.
the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This life of St. Philip Neri is coming slowly to its completion. We have just about three weeks left in the reading. We have about 10 days of miracles that happened in these years after he was buried. Then there's a week of readings dedicated to St. Philip's virtues, summary of all his virtues. And then finally, there is a final little section where the prayer, the famous prayer that Baronius wrote, concludes the book. Now, this miracle tonight shows us a couple things. The first thing that is of importance is that God wants us not only to have other people ask for our well-being, but God desires us to pray for ourselves. And this is very important. We need to examine our conscience about this. Do we pray for ourselves? Do we ask things for ourselves? Or when we pray, do we think that we're not really worthy of praying for? Do we only pray for other people? Well, in tonight's reading, this young lady was not healed until she prayed for herself. We call this the prayer of petition, in which we ask things from God. And this prayer of petition is based on the scriptures. Lord, remember me, the good thief said. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus asked blind Bartimaeus, what would you have me do to you? What would you have me do for you? Lord, that I might see, he said, that I might see. Many times in the scriptures, Christ answers prayers made to him by people who ask for themselves. Ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. We're told to love our neighbor as ourself. In other words, what we want for ourselves, which is eternal happiness, that's what we should want for other people too. So let us ask the Lord to heal us of any hesitation we have to ask for ourselves. Second point, just as human beings care how we speak to them, so the saints in heaven seem to care. St. Philip, I think, really liked this prayer this, that she offered. Blessed Philip, if it's not your will to cure me of this injury, at least make the pain go away. What a great little prayer. And I'm really hoping that through this reading, these seven, eight months of going through this book, that St. Philip has won the confidence of those who have been going along with us. And it would be a beautiful thing if people began to turn to St. Philip, ask him for things, to realize that just as he helped people in his lifetime, just as he helped people after he was buried, 
so he continues to help us today. And when we ask St. Philip for things, we should ask him the way she asked for. She was very direct. Make the pain go away. At least. You can't, you're not going to take it all away. At least make the pain go away. St. Philip is a beautiful spiritual father. And he is a gentleman, though. St. Philip is an old gentleman. And gentlemen take care not to cause pain. Gentlemen are like an old armchair. They allow the people that are around them to be comfortable. They try not to shock people. They try not to make life difficult for people. And St. Philip wants us to pray for other people, but he also wants us to pray for ourselves. And he wants us to be gentlemen with him. He wants us to think carefully about how we ask for things. But we should never forget that St. Philip is a father. And like any good father, he delights when our petitions have confidence in them, when they show trust, when they show love. And why does God answer prayers through St. Philip? Because he wants to remind us that spiritual fatherhood exists, he wants us to remind us of his son, Jesus Christ, who is the priest of all priests. He wants us to remind us that he himself, God the Father, is a father, that fatherhood matters. And that's why he made St. Philip such a beautiful father and filled him with the Holy Spirit. It's only with the Holy Spirit's help that we can rediscover the beauty of fatherhood. And when we rediscover the beauty of fatherhood and we rediscover that God himself is a father and that we are his children, why should we not ask for things? Ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.